ComC is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 27 million cards across all sports, genres, and eras. With a ComC account, you can purchase cards from different sellers over time and ship them home together later, or immediately reprice them for sale on the ComC marketplace. To stay updated with ComC, please follow them on social media at Check Out My Cards, one word, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn about offers, promotions, and more at ComC, please visit blog.comc.com. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Well, March is here, spring is just around the corner, and that means we're ready for a brand new season of USFL football. That's right, USFL football coming back in April. That's what we've got to to look forward to this spring from a sports perspective, as well as the NBA playoffs and hockey playoffs and all of those types of things too. Well, today's episode is a continuation of our Super Collector series, and today we're going to be talking with Craig Berry. Craig has accumulated over 10,000 in-person autographs from his childhood through his adulthood, things he got with his dad. You'll hear the story in that segment that's coming up pretty soon. But before we do that, as we always do, I want to make sure that I let you know that you need to check out Underdog Collectibles, the online shop run by collectors for collectors. They break new product every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. And you can find out what they're going to be breaking this week at udogcollect.com. You can also check out their brick-and-mortar store in Knoxville, Tennessee, where they've got a full selection of singles, wax, and you can even watch some of their breaks live there in the shop. So check out Underdog Collectibles at udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. We are back again for another segment in our Super Collector Series, and today... We have Craig Berry joining us, and Craig has quite a super collection to talk through. Before I spill the beans on what that is, I'm going to go ahead and, and bring him in. Craig, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. So when I put out the, the call for super collectors, your name came across as somebody that I needed to talk to, and I, I saw what your collection was, and I said, yeah, there's a lot of questions here. So Craig, what is your super collection? I have about 10,000 in-person autographs that is concentrated in the early 90s that my father and I built from zero all the way to this and it, it was an incredible experience getting those 10,000 in-person autos now did he have any before you started this or was it literally you two sat down and said what do we want to do let's get some autographs so this about 92 my dad's friend Larry Heisel was hired as the Blue Jays hitting coach. So I was nine years old. So we went up to Cleveland to watch them. Then we went to Toronto. At that same time, 
there was an individual that was coaching me in Little League that went up to Columbus, which is the AAA team for the Yankees at the time. And so we went up with him. We're going, what are you doing standing on the rail two hours before a game? What, what, well, I collect autographs. I'm like, okay, why? And it was a situation. My father and I are very similar people. We're both hyper competitive. We argued perpetually, even at nine and 10. But the one thing we really never argued over was getting autographs together. So in a sense, we were born on third base. I know that saying's popular right now with the Blue Jays, but we would go to Columbus every single home game and get autographs from the minor leaguers, which a heck of a time to be in Columbus because that's when Jeter and Mariano and Pettit and Posada and Bernie Williams and then the late Gerald Williams came through. All those guys were coming through at that time. And it was an experience because he he played in college. I ended up playing in college and he never pushed me into baseball. But just being around the game made me want it more and more and more. And it was an incredible experience because I got to watch all these guys up close and the more autographs we got, the more we became addicted to it to the point where we think they're called lounge lizards. We would hang out in hotel lobbies. We would travel with the blue Jays on top of being in Columbus. We would do huge card shows going after certain guys. So that's the, origin of it if you will so you got started getting these autographs you did a lot of them it sounds like at stadiums expanded more and more at what point did it become did it cross that line from this is a lot of fun we're having fun with it to let's make this a thing like did you get to a point where you had a goal of how many you wanted to get or a certain number from each team or a certain number of players like where did that evolve between this is something that we're having fun with to it being 10,000 in-person autos? Believe it or not, it was never a thing. It was never, there was never a goal. There was never a number in mind. It was my father and I spending quality time together around the game and being around other great individuals and being, really seeing how guys worked and the autographs it it points they were ancillary because we were around the game so much but it, it never it was never and has never been a goal of how many it was more about who and the stories behind them so speaking of the stories, what are a couple of the more memorable uh, moments or come of some of those more memorable uh, situations, whether it's from the, the player themselves or a, a memory that you and your dad created together? My dad's favorite player was Molitor, Paul Molitor. And he was with the Jays on their back-to-back -back year. Uh, he wasn't there the first year. It was Winfield was their DH 
the first year Molitor was year two and he was always on me going like ask him for a bat ask him for like because I like to get bats it was one of my things like we've got Posada bat we've got a Robbie Alomar bat and Darren Hall well back I'll back that up I would give guys cards a lot of times that they hadn't seen this was pre every player signed every card in different colored borders and numbered cards like there is today this was I mean if Pinnacle made a card guys didn't get those cards and we would have those the day they came out so we'd be at a stadium and a guy would see a card and go can I have this and I'd say sure but I want something in return which has carried over into my life well beyond uh have something of value get value for it so Darren Hall had seen us around for oh gosh probably 20 games at that point and said hey can I have this card I said sure and he said well what do you want big man I again I'm 10 11 at this point and I said I don't know just get me a bat he's a pitcher in the American League he didn't have bats and he said well who do you want a bat of and I said Oh, I don't care. And so my dad said, Molitor. And he just he just starts to laugh. So we show up at batting practice the next day. And mind you, I would get to go into batting practice with the Blue Jays in Toronto when it was just me and my parents. There'd be no other other than grounds crew players and concession stand workers. We were the only ones in the stadium. So we're in BP. It's the last day of a homestand. We're about to go back to Ohio. And he comes out and he's got a bat and it's in a sock. Long tube sock. And he hands me the bat. And I just say, thank you. Like, I, I'm not going to look at it. Like, I didn't want to be rude. Like, who'd he give me? Who'd he give me? Who'd he give me? And it was a team sign 94 Blue Jays bat on Molitor's bat. Wow. So that's, that's one of my favorite items by far and away. Was there anything that you ever did that was like uh, a super challenging get somebody that, that you really had to jump through a lot of hoops to be able to land? It's funny because I see that he signs now through, I think it's past pros. Devo white didn't sign for, anybody he was always i've got you i'll get you tomorrow i'll get you tomorrow i'll get you tomorrow now mind you he's now seen me for three years probably 60 games at this point we've become i don't want to say friends but acquaintances with a lot of guys on the team he was always a no 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 that's because the story goes that he was in Phoenix and he was at a show and he saw people selling his autographs that he just signed like the day before Skeeter Barnes, when he came through with the Toledo mud hens as the manager was brutal. I wouldn't, I mean, Skeeter Barnes was bad. Matt stairs. But again, from what I'm told is Matt stairs, softened up as he got older because if you remember Matt Stairs was stuck in triple a with the expos 
he was blocked. He was blocked by Larry Walker. They had Vlad come in. He was blocked. He he wasn't going anywhere. So of course he was going to be a little bit rougher around the edges um, at that point. And I hear he turned out to be a great signer in the future. But Skeeter Barnes and Matt Stairs were absolutely brutal, and Devo was impossible. And now you can send Devo twenty bucks, and he'll sign your card. And I think Skeeter signs his mail now. You talked about cards. You talked about your bat. Of these ten thousand autographs, what are most of them on? Is it a combination of everything, or is it mostly cards, mostly balls? What exactly kind of how does that how does that break down that ten thousand? There's probably a hundred balls, 10,000 cards, 50 game used bats. Uh, I've got some catcher's gear that was given to me. Uh, Joe Kamek, his last game. One of the great things was the last game of AAA for a lot of guys. If they weren't going up for September call-ups, they would just give their stuff away so like Luis Castillo second baseman who had what a 14 year career 12 year career really good career gave me a bat gave me hats gave me glove um a lot of cool memorabilia that way so it breaks down the overwhelming majority of it would be on cards but we do have several bats several balls um equipment some eight by tens not many that really wasn't our thing so the overwhelming majority to answer your question is all on cards where do you store and or display that stuff is that at your house or a combination of you and your your dad's house or how's that how where do you going that off some of it is here some of it is in a locker that has some security like the 293 Jeter SPs that are signed lockers. There's a couple other rare Jeters that, you know, the bank vault that won't see the light of day until the little dude that we're adopting is in his 20s. And then maybe when he's responsible, We'll, we'll pass the torch as my father passed the torch to me. Um, a few things are on display. Some at my place of business, which is they're great conversational pieces. Yep. My Ohio State stuff will be hung in my man cave. And the rest are in boxes and binders and the bank in a locker and scattered about Um, sort of difficult to display that many cards without creating an entire wall dedicated to autograph wallpaper. Sure. Now, are, are you still adding to that collection or, or where's, where's the collection going at this point? What's the, what's the end game for, for that collection? So what we've decided is my, my family lives in Ohio. We're down in Charlotte. Um, I'm actually going to be selling 
the overwhelming majority of the cards, except the ones that have true sentimental value to me. And again, the little boy that we're adopting, he just turned six and he's athletically gifted. And I want him to be around the game. And I feel like this is the perfect thing to have him around the game where I'm not pressuring him into, hey, let's go work out and let's do long toss at the age of six. Sure. Um, so we're selling it and then he and I are going to start over uh, a portion of that's going to go towards charity. And then a portion of that is going to allow my parents to be down here even more because they're in their mid seventies. And I'd like to have them be around the little boy as much as possible. And that's where it's going right now. And then a lot of it, speak of the devil, um, sorry about the ding. A lot of that will, uh, with some of the excess funds, I, I do want to put more things on display. I have a Mount Rushmore of each sport that I would like jerseys of because jerseys are easier to display than the cards. So I've got a top five from each sport. And then I'd like that tiger to the collection is too, because he's the only reason that I ever watched golf. Um, but I've got a top five, top seven of each sport that I'd like to add to as far as jerseys and uh, LeBron and Jordan, that, that, that's not cheap. Um, so some of those funds will be going towards those jerseys. That is, that is really cool. I think that is a, a great use for that. Like you said, a big piece of the whole process in, in the beginning was just the memories that it created and the time that you and your dad had as you were going and acquiring these. So, you know, as you kind of transition that into the next chapter of the story of the, the memories from the, the first 10,000 into something a little bit different for you and your, your son, I think that's going to be really cool. And the beautiful part is, since we're in Charlotte, we've got a AAA team a mile down the road from my house. And then Kannapolis, which is single A, is 25 minutes. And then Greensboro and Winston-Salem, which are both A-ball, right up the road. So we'll be able to institute a lot of the same techniques. And then I don't know if I've got the hotels in me anymore hanging out in hotel lobbies uh, for five and six hours but I could do it a couple times a year for the certain teams uh, that I'd really like and I'd like to take them down to spring training as well because that was a unique experience so that that's where we're going with it that is really cool I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit about that collection you know, 10,000 autographs all gotten in person. That is, that is something to be proud of. And, and I, I hope you do something else to capture the, the memories that went along with those. So thanks again for coming on. Is there anything else that you want people to know about the, the collection or any, any kind of parting story that you want to share before we go today? No, I would just encourage you, especially if you've got kids out there uh, as a parent, I would encourage anybody to do it because 
it's a soft way to get kids around the game and lessons that carry on decades later. It's created phenomenal memories for my father and I that we still tell a few times a year. Do you remember this story? Do you remember this? Do you remember that? And it, it was an incredible experience. Very cool. If people want to follow along with you as you kind of continue that story, or maybe even as you start to sell some things and uh, may, maybe want to pick up a piece or two that you're, you're getting ready to move, where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter, message me on Twitter at agent underscore CRB. I'm on Facebook, uh, Craig Robert Berry, and it's a picture of my wife and I, uh, my better half. She's there to shoot me a message. But yeah, those are the easiest ways to get a hold of me. All right. Well, thanks again, Craig, for coming on. I appreciate it. The Sports Card Shop is your small-town local card shop with the global reach. Located in New Buffalo, Michigan, the shop is one of the most accessible in the Midwest. In addition to being an authorized Panini direct dealer, the Sports Card Shop carries all major trading card brands, including Topps, Upper Deck, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and more. With all that new wax, a half million singles, and showcases full of graded cards, you're sure to find something great for your collection, whether you're just starting out or a seasoned collector. The Sports Card Shop is your one-stop shop. So call us, come see us, or visit us on the web and social media. Our phone number is 269-469-0140. Website is thesportscardshop at moco.com. The Sports Card Shop is part of the MoCo Retail Group, connecting sports, the hobby, and people around the world. 10,000 in-person autographs. I enjoyed talking with Craig to hear some of those behind-the-scenes stories of what it's like on the road, both at minor league games and professional um, MLB games, what it took to get some of those autographs, the relationships that he was building with staff and players along the way is a pretty cool story to me, so I wanted to make sure I got a chance to share that with all of you today. I apologize for some of the gremlins that seem to be in the Zoom call with us, uh, causing a little bit of, of uh, interference there, but uh, hopefully you were still able to enjoy that conversation. Well, that is all I have for you today, so I'll catch you next time.